In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Well, hello there, and welcome to the Can We Help You podcast, your favourite non-professional advice, self-help podcast. I'm Jax. Oh God, I'm Sasha. Oh God, I'm Franco. Uh, Every few days, we come together in our our advice studio, and we, we get together and we sit around in a circle. And questions happen, they appear, we read them out, and we go, hey, can we help you with that? What the fuck was that? Why did you... I don't know. What is wrong with you? I've been watching... I'm um, listening to a meditation class or something. Not a good one. No, I started watching that show, I think it's called In the Know or something like that. It's about a... It's about a, like a... A a radio host, it's a stop motion thing. It's super weird, but I feel like he's very pretentious like that. I just wanted to try that out to see if we could be a pretentious-y, like Ira Glass-style podcast. I don't like it. I think the answer's no. I'm, I'm glad you've discovered that you don't like it. No, I don't let's like not, it. Let's not go back there. Computer <laughs> says no. 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 I'm Ira Glass. So not last yeah. episode, but the episode before. Yep. We were talking about... Taylor Swift, right? And I kind of was like, yes. oh, yeah, I'm trying to get tickets. Oh, God. Guess who got tickets? How? Alexa, Everyone. Stop. Oh, for fuck's Sorry. sakes, Jax. I don't know what happened. I, I don't know what happened, but um, you said Taylor Swift and my Alexa must have, like, heard you say it and she started playing Taylor Swift, what? Um, our song. So I don't know what happened there, but uh, sorry, I just had to turn Alexa off. But I can't believe that you – how did you get tickets to Taylor Swift? (laughs) So my boss and I – because every day, like in the lead-up, Ticket Tech was randomly dropping tickets. So we were just kind of keeping the page open. We were going on to Marketplace where fans can resell their tickets. So we put it into the universe that we wanted to go. 
so it got to Friday and we hadn't gotten tickets and she'd hit up We Work at Today FM and she'd like hit up the promos guys and was like, hey, like, are any going to fall out of the I'm cupboard? I'm sure you're the only people who yeah. wanted Taylor Swift in the whole um, I'm sure the promo guys hadn't even No, but the difference is she's worked with them for like 15 years. Like she's in with them. So it was our last ditch attempt and they're like, let's see what we can do. And I was like, oh, my God, we're going to go. Anyway, I left at 12 on Friday and I went, we're not going, but, you know, maybe I'll see you there. Ha, ha, ha. So I'm sitting on on Saturday night. Shane and I had planned a very nice, chill, homemade pizzas and we were going to watch the Matildas. Yep. Settled in. It was like 1.30 on Saturday and I'd made myself a cup of herbal tea and I'd put on Mona Lisa Smile of all movies. I had settled in for a nice... That is a very specific vibe. (laughs) Isn't it? It's like lemongrass and ginger tea. Anyway, oh, and I'd clean the house all day. I was just in a great time. And then my phone rings. And I look down. I'm like, who the fuck is bothering me? Like, leave me alone. I just want to watch Mona Lisa smile. And it was my boss. And I went, oh, my God, she's fucking got tickets. And I answered the phone. I go, no, you didn't. She goes, we're going to Taylor Swift. And this is 1.30 on the Saturday. We had tickets for the Saturday night show. So from that point on, it was battle stations getting ready. I didn't have anything Taylor Swift to wear. I didn't have any era's outfits. I'm not a Swifty. I like anything some of Anything sparkly? Songs. Nothing, but I literally don't own sparkles. Uh, I decided to go very monochrome and then just let my makeup do the talking. Uh-huh. So I wore just a like a black t shirt dress with like sneakers, and then I did like bright pink eyeshadow and shit and piggy tails. I don't know. I, I just had to make it work for me. My hair was dirty. Okay. Yep. Like it was just like it was literal last minute. I had no, I did not think we were going to get tickets to Saturday. I thought we might pick up tickets to the Monday. But anyway, we got tickets for the Saturday. Fuck, what a time. It was such a great time. It was a little long for me as a non-Swifty. And there's, if there's anyone yeah, listening three to hours, this. Right? It's three hours and 15. Yeah, it's all It's long. It's long. And you know what? Look, I know that all the Swifties have their favourite albums and stuff, but the house set where she just sits on a house and sings about eight oh different God, songs. so bad. That, that, not bad, that not dragged bad. for me. Yeah. Not, yeah, not bad, but uh, dragged for me. So I looked up the set list. So the, f- the opening set, whatever it was, again, I don't know. I know rough, like I know reputation. I yep. roughly understand the red because that was when she was like super pop star. And I wasn't really into pop yep. music at that time, but I knew all the songs because I started working commercial radio and then like 1989, but I couldn't tell you what songs are on it. I just know I know songs are on that album. Anyway. 1989, one of the best, uh, I reckon one of the best pop albums of all time. Okay. Just putting that out there. Nice. But like I looked Great. up the set list, she'd done the opening and then I'm like, I don't know this song. Then she started doing weird like acoustic-y, not the acoustic set, but just like went down a notch. And I went, I'm going to go get merch. Jax, I used your tip from when you yep. went to yep. Taylor. Still lined up for 45 minutes, I reckon. Maybe not really? 45, maybe Whoa. half an hour. Maybe half an hour. Half an hour of her being on stage. It was Evermore. i tell you what. It was the Evermore set. I skipped the I whole tell, thing. Well, may, may, maybe everyone took mine because I've been telling people, if you're not a big Swifty, go through the house set because it's a little – drags a little, gets a little slow. But when I – because when I, I went in um, – I went in Lover – which oh is no, like, love is good. That's good. Oh, you don't go during lover. No, I knew I. I don't like the song the song lover, and I don't like the archer. So I knew that was coming up, and I was like, I'm gonna whack upstairs, get the merch, and I'll be back by fearless. And you know what? I went upstairs, and there was like four people in the queue, and that's like six or seven, maybe five or six songs in. There was like 
barely anyone there. Oh yeah, no, the line there was still a, quite a decent line when I went. But when we walked in, I walked past the merch stand and it was stretching all like it was like one line. Yeah. It had like a little zigzag and then it was it was would have been like an hour plus line when we got there. So what merch did you get? I just got a t-shirt. I meant to wear it today. It's next to me though. I just got the Eris shirt. Oh, you got the same shirt as me. I have seen that shirt so many times everywhere. But with the Australian dates on the back. Yeah. Um, but the ones that she had that they were selling before the shows was like beige. And then obviously yeah, mine's ran out beige. I just got a yeah, no, mine's just white, so I got a... Sp- you got the cheap iron say. on one. <laughs> They're like, shit, Probably. we need to iron on some more Probably. T-shirts. Um, but I don't know if you... It was fucking amazing. I had such a great time. I'm so glad I got to be part of the cultural moment. I hope no Swifties are listening to this pissed off. But, yeah, so I just wanted to let everyone know that I did get to go to Taylor. However, I don't know if you can hear it in my voice. I have been sick as a dog this week, and I don't you know got if the Taylor, I... Taylor Swift uh, virus. Maybe. The, Taylor, the Swift flu. Swift flu. The T-Swift flu. I wish it was swift. I've been sick for four days straight. Today's like the first I've been able to sit up without needing to lie down, which is lovely. But, yeah, no, I went and it was lots of fun. Woo. I am, I'm not a Swifty. I'm not a converted Swifty. You're not converted yet? No, God, no. Like I'm not. I'm not I'm, that was my first pop concert. I don't think I've ever been to a pop concert what? before. How? Well, I went to five when I was five, funnily oh enough. Oh, my God. Fine. Oh, my God. I went to the Black Eyed Peas when I was, like, 11. Wow. In their oh peak. Oh, my God. But I've never – I go to, like, more, like, rock or electronic sort of gigs. I don't really go to – I'm not really into pop music. So this okay. is my first I, pop I show. I don't know if Jax has ever been to a show that isn't a pop show. So <laughs> so I get why you, you might think that's a bit weird. I went to Nickelback once. So that's pop. I <laughs> that's pop. wish that I could go to a Nickelback concert. Um, it was I, actually a great concert. Do you want to know something funny, though? So Blink-182 was playing the same night but at Kudos Bank Arena, which is next door. door. So I got a memory. You know how your iPhone will create photo memories for you? And it said Blink-182 and it's me at the Taylor Swift concert. (laughs) So your phone, what what it's done there is it's looked at your age and it's tried to figure out which one do I think she was at. Of course you're Blink-182. It guessed wrong. Did you get all the um, – did you do the chants? Did you get all the chants and the claps and the um, take me to church, Taylor, and the one, two, three, let's go, bitch? Okay, one, two, three, let's go, bitch, I got after people said one, two, three because I, rem- I knew – I didn't know what song it came in. I just knew it existed. Right. So I heard everyone go one, two, three, and went let's go, bitch. The one I did know and I was prepared for was the Sydney chant with blank space. Wait, is that blank space? Yeah. Boys only want love if it's torture. Sydney, don't say I didn't say I didn't. I saw that online and I was like, what's going on here? But I, I hear that it's a it's a Sydney thing. So she, yeah, she, one of her, um, uh, what was the last tour she did? Was it Reputation? It was Reputation that was on Netflix for yeah. a while, I think. So she, in that, she, one, the Sydney show must have been one that was part of the TV movie. Yeah, that was the one that was filmed. Right. Well, that's why, because in it she bangs the golf club thing on the and it goes bing, bing, and then she's in Sydney. So she goes, Sydney, and da-da-da. So she doesn't do that in this tour, but everyone in Sydney. But she does have the golf club. Yeah, yeah, and there was still that gap for everyone to say Sydney. Yeah, I didn't have any 12-year-olds screeching in my ear, thank God, because I've seen quite a few TikToks of Mm -hmm. people. People going absolutely nuts. Yeah. Um, I didn't see anyone get proposed to, which I really wanted to see, but I didn't see it. I'm, 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 I think that's done. 
It's done, guys. Nah, it's never no going to stop. It's never going to stop. It, it's done. It's, it's been done. Mm-mm, mm-mm. It's, it, it's lame stop. now. No, it's cute. Um, don't get me wrong. I wouldn't want to be proposed to that way, but I would love to see someone else get proposed to that way if that was what their dream was. I think it's lovely. If I were a diehard Taylor Swift fan, I feel like I would, like if I were one of these people that were going to like four different shows in Australia, I'd go with my partner and I'd just propose at every show. It doesn't need to be real. Surely you'd do that for the attention, right? Why would you want that attention? No, you don't. I. Why People you- who want to propose to someone at a concert enjoy that that whole idea. I disagree. Idea. I think it's the person proposing knows how much it's going to mean to the person they're proposing to because they're probably a huge Swifty. They've probably seen heaps of videos of people doing it and they're like, oh, that would be so nice. Or they've like completely misread it and think that their partner would like it, but their partner probably doesn't really like Partner's it. Partner's like, yeah, I feel it. like a lot of people wouldn't like that. <laughs> there was a guy who snuck in. I think this was in the Melbourne shows. He snuck in. So his partner didn't know he was there. He waited at the end oh. of the row and then he, wow. all her friends were in on it and they like let, let him through. Can you imagine? Fucking nuts. That's cute. That's a lot of effort. So much that effort. That is a lot of effort. Especially like a lot of effort to then propose, nailed to the ground, pulled out a ring and said, marry me. Julia. And then and then it's like, ah, and then you got to sit through the whole rest of the show. Yeah, I think we've talked about this actually. And it was like, you know, after you propose, you usually want to talk yeah. about it. I remember Shane yeah. and I were so giddy after we got proposed, after he proposed, we were just like, I was like, so when did you think and how did you do it and where did you hide the ring and blah, blah, blah. And oh my God. Blah, blah, blah. And we just sat and like, Talks can't do all of that afterwards. when you're surrounded by screaming twelve years old. And then you, you and then it all ends, and then you, you got the the long trek back home before you can even like really enjoy it. No, I, don't know. I think that might be the worst place in the world to propose. Yeah, to be quite I, honest, I'm sure there are people who love it. I'm sure there are people who love it. Anyway, all right. Well, I'm glad that you got story. to go. Um, it looked like a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. I You've think been. Taylor Swift concert, Franco. You're the odd one out now. Yeah, Franco, you're the only one who hasn't. The only thing I do want to say is that it felt a little weird having seen so much of her concert already on TikTok to yeah. then see it in person and know what was coming and also exactly. the fact that none of it, like none of, you know when like bands used to go to cities and they'd be like, Sydney, we love you. You'd be like, oh, my God, they yeah. love us. Now yeah. you know that she said that to every other city every of some iteration yeah. of I love you, you're my favourite. And then you're just like, oh. And, you know, the whole thing where there's a thing where everyone claps and I wasn't actually, I was in the merch line for this after a song, Champagne Problems, which I didn't know before. Oh, the old 25-minute standing ovation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she just sits there and she's like, oh, my God. Yeah, like, I know. That's, that's too much it's for me. It's pretty self-indulgent. And, yeah. like, that's a bit much. It's so much. It is so much. But I know when I'm an old lady and my ki- grand- grandkids go to me, were you at the Eras concert, Grandma? I'll say, yes, darling, I was. I was there for that moment. So It is cool I'm happy to say that you were there, but, like, as someone who – Honestly, I've never consciously put Taylor Swift on. I don't listen to her. I don't have anything against her, but I know what the show was like. Yeah. Because it just it's being everywhere. existing in Australia, it's yeah. inescapable. Yeah. I would say that I think I said this when I went, having seen basically the whole show on TikTok already, <laughs> I was kind of just like watching TikTok, especially because I mean, unless you're up the front, yeah. you're not really seeing her. Like yeah. we had good seats. That, you know, had we 
you know, not got them at face value, people would have paid thousands of dollars for those seats here. Mm. Yeah. And she was, you know, she wasn't a dot, but she was still only about, mm. from where I could see, she was still only about like four inches tall. Oh, tiny. And a lot of the people that I've talked to about it said that pretty much everyone had that view. Like there weren't really any yeah. seats that were Unless that close like to her. Up the only front on the floor. At the stage. You're watching yeah. the screen anyway, so you can't like watching TikTok. But even then, she's on like a five meter tall Not stage, and there's and there's like a three meter gap. Like there's there's no one that really has a good view, and. Even if you're right at the front, like, yeah, okay, you're right next to Taylor, but you're not seeing the show. You're not seeing mm. the, the screens and the stage behind her and the dancers and all of that. Mm. There's no good way to see this show. That's my opinion. I also think that there's a lot of people who um, they may be Swifties, but they're also, like, there for the clout in the sense that they film the whole thing or they live stream the whole thing and I'm like, how are you actually enjoying this concert? I filmed the whole thing for my wife oh, and yeah. I enjoyed being there but... Well, there was a yeah, woman who was near us so she was like two rows below us and a little bit further. Yep. She was closer to Taylor so I could see her clearly in my line of vision. Behind me was the back screen, so the screen that's towards yep. the back of the stadium and people would sometimes turn around and look at that because it felt closer and you could see it really clearly. Yeah. I, I want to say for 80% of the show, she was filming the back screen. She wasn't even facing the stage. She yeah, had her so, back to the stage. What are you doing? So wow. I'm just in some lady's video for the whole fucking thing, <laughs> looking at her being like, what are you doing? Turn around. Watch the fucking show. But, no, nah, it was great. It was really fun. I'm really glad I went. Great. Well, should we get to a question? Because that's what we normally do on this podcast. Absolutely. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Okay, I have a question here. Cheeky little question from Ronnie. They've uh, written in and they've stayed anonymous, as you can too. If you just go to the website, canwehelpypodcast.com, and please, if you're listening to this and you're yet to pay your listener tax, it's due. It's due every month. Pop on over. It's not due every month. And um, it's due, it's due every day. Every, every day. day. Every day. Every hour. You every must email minute, us. If you're hour. awake, you must email us. Me and my partner are at the point in our relationship where we're looking to move in together or buy a house together. When we first got together, we were both earning a very similar wage. But this year, my partner got a new job and she earns significantly more than I do or ever will. Nice. We've spoken about this and how we can navigate when it comes to potentially living together, but we're not really sure where to start or what to do. At the moment, we have a joint account in which we add the same amount of money in weekly. That kind of pays for all the things that we do together, you know, date nights, food and all that stuff. 
But when it comes to living together, that amount of money might not be enough. Uh, I'm finding the whole thing kind of difficult to navigate as there are times when she says that she's fine paying more or a little bit extra uh, if this were to happen, but also says things like, oh, well, I've paid for a few more things than you. Uh, I've expressed I don't expect her to do any of that, but I know that it's going to be hard to equally share the same amount in either rent or a mortgage, uh, as well as keep some personal savings to myself. Uh, on the other hand, if we combine our income, I kind of feel it won't be fair on her. And if we don't, I worry I'll be living paycheck to paycheck with little or no savings for myself. How have you guys approached the situation in your own relationships or have you got any ideas to tackle this hurdle as we've both never been in this position before? Please help. Thank you, love, from Ronnie. I feel like a lot of people are in this position. I mean, oh, yeah. it's it's pretty rare to find, you know, partners who work in the same industry or do the same job or anything like that. Everyone's going to kind of have a, a different amount that they're making. And mm. yeah, yeah, I feel like... It, it's rare to find a partner who earns the exact same wage as you. Like, you know, I mean, maybe as you say, Ronnie, for a little while, like maybe when you're in entry-level work, but unless you're both doing the same job for the same company at the same level and you progress at the same time, I feel like most people have There's to deal with There's always going to be one making more than the other. One yeah. point or another. What might be helpful with this, because the three of us have fairly kind of different, Jax, you and I are probably fairly similar, but. Franco, I know you're a freelancer. You have, you know, a different setup. If you guys are comfortable, maybe the easiest way we can look at this one is just talk about what we did and we don't have – because we sure. can't give financial advice. We can't tell you how to split your yeah, money. We are not a financial advice podcast. But just if putting we, that out there. Yeah, we can share our own experiences and what worked and didn't work for us and that might be helpful. I don't want to – like I'm not obviously going to get into specifics, but out of Jess and I, one of us makes a lot more than the other. Uh-huh. It's Jess, isn't it? I don't even know what Jess does. What does Jess do? No, Jess Jess is a graphic designer. Oh, my God. Can I say something really quickly before we continue that's relevant to the podcast? <laughs> okay, um, Franco, yes, I please. just wanted to thank you. Sorry, guys. Pause from regular programming. I wanted to thank you for the Christmas card that you sent to me, which I only just opened. Oh it my is God. the 1st of March. What Season's the, what? greetings to you as Happy well. Happy New Year, Sash. And Peppy. Yeah, Peppy. Yeah, yeah. we sent a Christmas card. We sent that. It's very um, cute. I, think the, it, I remember it because I mailed them all on the 1st of December and uh, that was exactly three months ago. I love ago, that you're so. bringing the 80s back as well, like sending out a Christmas card. I'm obsessed. So thank can you. I, can I just chime in here? Um, uh, we didn't get a Christmas card. Uh-oh. You know what? You live in America, so I'm assuming. Yeah. Like, I, I'm I'm gonna take absolutely no responsibility for the Christmas cards. I'm gonna. It was entirely Jess. <laughs> oh, the only thing I did was walk them to the to the post office here to the post box. Only needs a couple more stamps. I think that we just decided because we have a lot of family in America and stuff. I think that we just blanket rule didn't send to America. I, I can't believe. Sure we did. I'm sorry. I can't believe you guys did Christmas cards at all. That's wild. Yeah, Jess, Jess has done them for a few years now. I love now. that. They're, and um, I love I that like we were that included idea. this year. I, no, it's absolutely beautiful. I just, it was very strange opening my mail in, I opened it's it. very like, unexpected, isn't it? Three days ago. So it was late February. And I'm like, fucking Christmas card. I'm like, oh, fuck. That's how long it's been since we've checked our mail. <laughs> I'm totally aware that it's like a weird concept. I if it was it. just me, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't no, be a part of it. Lovely. But, you know, it makes Jess very happy. I it makes that. other people happy to open it. I'm glad you Can like you it. Can you please tell her I said thank you so much? Okay, because when I you said she's a graphic designer, 
I was like, oh, that yes, must have this been is who what designed she, the card. This is what she does. She she likes, yeah, getting the printing right. And, you know, the the, the envelope had like a custom yes, sticker of our sticker. dog as as the, oh, wait, as the stamp. I didn't even notice that it was your dog. Yeah, yeah you, so so when you're sending it's mail, work. when you're sending mail and you put a stamp on the envelope, you can you can customize that stamp now. So, but like she did the calligraphy. It's just beautiful. All right, let's get to the question. Sorry, Ronnie. Sorry to interrupt. I just that just sparked sorry. that memory for me. Okay, tell us about you As and Jess Franco. One of us owns more than the other, and the way that we kind of deal with that is we put the same amount into our joint account every month. So mm-hmm. I'll put X amount, and Jess puts the exact same, and the person who owns more is pretty much responsible for the savings. So if we want to have like a, a big holiday or something, that'll come out of like the extra that's not put into our monthly joint account. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. How do you divvy up spending? Like do you, so you guys make your own contributions from your own pay to your joint account and then the rest is your own money? Like you can spend it on camera yes, gear or uh, going out with your friends or whatever and she doesn't see it. And you don't see her own personal money as well. Like, not that it's secret, but just that you don't yeah, have... Ju- that's oh, pretty much how it works. But I'd say, like, maybe 95% of our money is in the joint account. Mm. Like, we we don't really have money for for ourselves unless it's like, yeah, if I'm going out with just friends just by myself and she's not there or if we're, like, buying each other presents, that's pretty much the only other time yeah. I can think that we've used it. Okay. But, yeah, I'd say most things are just just go on the joint account. I know a lot of couples, they do the whole combined income. They just chuck it all in the one joint account. And there's nothing wrong with that um, if that's what you want to do. I So um, with us, uh, the way that we've sort of um, approached it uh, is we put in, instead of a same amount, a same percentage of our pay. So if it's, you know, 40% of our pay or 50% of our pay goes into the joint account, the main living expenses come out of that, like rent and car payments and things like that. And then the other half stays in our own accounts, in our own savings, which means we then have the ability to kind of, because, you know, the one thing I don't like and I know can cause, you know, sometimes issues in, in, in relationships is, oh, I really want to go buy an iPad. And it's like, well, should you buy an iPad? Like mm. we only have this amount of money. Mm. But when when we put in a particular percentage, that means that we each have our own savings, which we can spend on whatever we want, whether it's something for mm. the house, you know, maybe one of us wants to shout dinner for both of us or whatever it is, spend it on whatever we want and neither of us gets to judge it. Mm. And, you know, I think ultimately at the end of the day when you're in a relationship and especially once you're married, which Ronnie, it sounds like you guys aren't married yet, maybe in the future, but you, I mean, I think you kind of end up one way or another viewing all of your money as all of your money, if that mm. makes sense. Mm. So yeah. it's almost like a mind shift switch to be like, well, this is all of our money anyway. Mm. But I, I kind of like that we kind of, you know, have our own little pile of savings, which technically, yes, if anything happened, it would all be our money and we would do whatever we had to. But, you know, it means that we can each, you know, buy whatever we want to without judgment from the other person, without, you know, having to go through the, oh, honey, would it be okay if I bought yeah. this? You know, yeah. kind of thing. I think that's very similar to what we're doing. Is like it's all it's all our money. Like it, it, all of all of the extra money goes into our joint savings account, and it's all there. But I've still got the option. Like at the moment, I'm saving up the the little bit that I kind of leave to myself, and and she leaves herself the same amount. I'm kind of saving up mine to buy a PlayStation, and I've got that option. And yeah, it's a big purchase. Go. 
and it doesn't need to come out of the joint account and it doesn't yeah. need to be her problem at all. Um, we're fairly similar except we do pool our money but so one yep. of us has always made more than the other, same as you guys. And uh, Ronnie, let me just say this. It took Shane and I a very long time to get to a place where we are now where it's easy and it yeah. makes sense. We were poor a lot. And when I say poor, we always had a roof over our head. We always had food to eat. Although some weeks we would dig through the pantry and go, okay, we've got spaghetti and we've got some parmesan cheese. Guess that's what we're having for dinner tonight. That yeah. sounds bloody lovely. Oh, it always Sorry, made me depressed. It, I was just like, <laughs> fuck, man, we can't afford to go grocery shopping. But that's just <laughs> life when you're in your early 20s and you're living out of home in Sydney. It's very expensive. Yes. It took us a very long time to get anywhere near comfortable. But the way we've done it is that so one person's pay is purely bills and rent. So as soon as that pay hits, it goes into the joint account where the rent comes out and then slowly throughout the month, because both of us get paid monthly, all of our bills come out of that one account. But it's joint. We can both see it. We can both. And that's where we do our grocery shopping and all of that. When the other person gets paid for their month, they split it evenly. We each get and that goes into our own separate accounts where we can spend on it as we please. That's our pure spending money. And then the other portion of that goes into our joint savings. The only difference is, is that if I do extra shifts or if I get paid more for a week, if I've done extra stuff at work for whatever reason, and same for Shane, that money doesn't go into the pool. That money just becomes your own fun money. And that's yeah. how we've done it for a long time. So we've saved for Europe that way where we've put – all of our joint money into the joint savings account. We've paid for it, stuff off that. Um, but yeah, we can spend our own money how we want. So those are three kind of examples. I like the percentage idea, the way Jackson, his partner do it. I think Ronnie, open communication around money is really, really important. Absolutely. People Absolutely. have different expectations. People have been brought up differently. Make sure that you've communicated your concerns, which is that you're, you're worried that you're going to feel like you're not paying enough and they're paying too much and come up with a solution that you both agree to, whatever that is. Yeah. So, you know, you're saying your partner earns more money. Well, but you also have a right here to be like, well, I'm sorry, I can't afford to put in $1,000 to Absolutely. our joint every Absolutely. month. And that's the thing. The, the thing that the reason I like the, the percentage is that the person who earns more is often, you know, like, well, you know, firstly, I want to say, I think it's important for each person in every partnership to have their own independent savings. I think that's really important. Yep. Um, the other thing is, person who earns more, you know, they're going to be the one that that is like, oh, let's go on a holiday. Oh, let's rent this mm. more expensive place. Mm. Oh, let's go out to dinner tonight. And if it's a if it's a certain amount of money, that makes it a lot harder for you because it's like, well, I don't I don't earn the same as you, so I don't necessarily I can't necessarily afford to go out for dinner or, or pay an extra amount in rent. So that that's why I kind of like the the way that we do it with a percentage because it's like and then you know the person who earns more inevitably and that's the thing with the mindset shift mindset shift is that it's all your money anyway and and the person who earns more money is probably going to have to as a total money amount is going to spend more money anyway that's just the that's way just how that it, goes. it is exactly and yeah yeah and at the end of the day I think you need to just as as you said Sash uh, communication and regular communication about it I mm. think. The thing that can be really hard is like you have a discussion and then it goes on for, you know, four or five, six months and then you don't talk about it again and then things can get kind of weird. And if you have regular communication or a monthly check-in or whatever it is, hey, how's our money? Where's our money at? Mm. The other thing I would say is if you do have like a pooled 
amount, whether it's a percentage or a money amount or whatever, work together on like a budget of mm. where that money goes. Definitely. Oh, that's what I would 100% we should have said that earlier. Do a budget. Budget Yeah. what your rent oh, is, yeah. what, your, what you want to spend a week on groceries, all your bills that you're going to have coming out of that same account. Yeah. Um, I kind of I kind of simplified our system before, but we literally have probably fifteen different savings accounts for different oh, things. Oh, do you? Oh, yeah, I wanted it's, to it's do very that, structured. but it, it got fr- it freaked me out. So I was like, well, let's just keep the two. I think it just if you can if you have those clear open communication regularly, and that's another thing. If you budget, you can you can say, oh, hey, you know, how's our budget going, or whatever that is. It's just really easy to kind of open the conversation, and I think that really is going to put you in a position where it's a lot easier to talk about and a lot easier to come at and a lot easier to figure out. However it is that you want to figure it out, um, you know, the worst thing you can do is just kind of, uh, you know, let it go mm. and then you, you you grow resentment for each other. Yeah, 100%. Equal communication, oh, sorry, rather open communication and as equal as you can make it even though you're earning different amounts um, and equal expectations, I think, as well. Yeah. If you both get your expectations on the page, how much you want to save, how much you're willing to pay for rent, all of that before you move in, you're going to be in a very good spot. Shane and I didn't do any of that. We just went, wee. And <laughs> it took, like I said, it took us 10 years, maybe not 10, it took us a good seven years, I reckon, to really figure out our shit. But we did eventually. The other thing is, you know, you can do, for example, there are couples who do, you know, the, the person who earns the most, you know, funds basically their pay funds everything in their life and the other the other pay is the couple savings. You know, that's another way to go about it. You know, you just got to figure out what's going to work for you and also be open to changing it. Like if you start and you're like, oh, yeah, my, my salary is going to go to our joint savings and in three months you're like, yeah, this isn't working. You know, you're, you're allowed to go, hey, this isn't working. Let's see if we can figure something else yeah. out. Yeah, if you're in a, like, that's it's a good test of a relationship and I think if you can both get to a place where you're happy, then it's a good sign for things to come. Good luck, Ronnie. Let us know how you go. That's it for this episode of the Can We Help You podcast. Uh, thanks for listening. As always, you can send your questions through at Can We Help You podcast on your socials or Can We Help You podcast.com. Send your questions. Pay your listening tax. We're expecting it. Yep, we are. <laughs> so it's just got to go. Great She's tired. Oh, awesome. not feeling good, guys. I am starting to get dizzy. So I've got to go lie down again. Great. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. See Have you a good soon. Sleep. Bye. 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 Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well. HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.